I think it's important for you to realize that like the other person is gonna let you down and you're gonna let them yes. down and I realize that like we are human and we're gonna make mistakes and not to put that expectation of oh like they're they're gonna be perfect and never gonna let me down and saying like vice versa like how can I be a good like girlfriend and you know like serve well and all these different things of having the expectation for yourself I think you kind of have to realize I'm gonna make mistakes and so is he but together we serve a perfect savior and that's the love that we're striving for so you say that's, that's really Welcome to the Catch Up Podcast, where Christian friends come together to catch up and explore God-centered conversations. Our goal is to inspire, share stories, and deepen our faith in light of the gospel. Without further ado, let's journey together in this week's episode of the Catch Up Podcast. Thank you so much for listening to the Catch Up Podcast. So this is our take two of this episode of the podcast, unfortunately. <laughs> this is our first time having a guest remotely. Uh, so this is our, our guest today, Audrey. Audrey, do you want to introduce yourself? Hi, guys. My name is Audrey. Um, I go to Oklahoma State, and I'm so happy to be on the podcast. Yes. yes. And also, you have a podcast. Uh, can you tell us something about that? I do. So me and one of my roommates, her name's Eleanor, which we miss her today. She's at work. So. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but um, we have a podcast called And They Were Roommates, which is kind of fitting. Um, but it's just basically how to navigate college, like going to a secular college in this world while following Jesus. So just kind of different pieces of advice. And yeah. Okay, nice. That's awesome. Nice, That's nice. Awesome. So is, is your podcast like catered for basically young adults or like all ages <laughs> no definitely young adults so young adults okay that's nice yeah. that's nice okay so audrey uh we want to ask you so um what what would you say is like an evidence of grace for you this past week like just like areas where you see god moved um over the past week like could you tell us something that you're like you know saw god saw god moved in a certain way yeah i love that um so i was also at Passion, <laughs> and I feel like during Passion Conference and then afterwards, I felt like the Lord has just called me into a season of rest, and I'm very much like a type A person, constantly mm-hmm. like doing things, and so that's been really hard, but it's been just really fruitful seeing how it's been with the Lord, just kind of filling that role of like my best friend and my comforter, and you know, even during a season of rest, it's like, okay, like, I'm not necessarily like bored or lonely or anything because I have the Lord that fills that role and is my comfort. So Mm -hmm. that's nice. That's That's nice. That's That's amazing. All right, Joe, do you have any questions for Audrey? Oh man, man! So uh, just get getting into yeah, the, let's get it. Let's the, get it. All right, no, okay. So we're oh, okay. so we're all to anybody listening. Uh, so we're all eager a little bit today to get to get into this conversation because we had a full blown recorded episode. <laughs> we said amazing things. Everybody, Audrey, Mark, everything was on point. It was great. But the only thing that wasn't on point was our audio. So we. Audrey, Audrey came onto the podcast. She was so kind to make time for it. We got video, we got audio, we got her her video, but we didn't get her audio. So it looks like me and Mark are just crazy, just talking. To, <laughs> and there's no audio yes. or anything. And yes. so uh, it was heartbreaking. It when was we saw, oh when we saw gosh. that, we were like, 
we were like because <laughs> it was like <laughs> we were like oh my gosh like that was a good so conversation sad. and i was i was like actually thinking yeah. about that like on the way home we were just like dude that was like a great conversation and there's just like it was such it a great wasn't rec- it, was- it wasn't recorded it really and- was yes so and audrey poor like she gave a lot of wise insights into yep. the conversation yep. and i was just like thinking there's like you know what okay maybe this is not a coincidence it's not a maybe it's like it's definitely not a coincidence we believe in god's providence and god's sovereignty yep. that um that we believe that he he made that he did this on purpose just to like hey we're gonna have a better conversation yes today and that it's gonna be more fruitful yeah. and there's some stuff Excuse maybe me. that that are that are said in the podcast that are not to be said that like that are not meant to be heard by people okay so maybe this is our second chance and god is like okay second chance <laughs> he's the god of second chance okay anyways but okay but so to get into the topic so right now we are basically going into the topic of answering the question what to look for in dating yes so audrey as someone who is a young adult christian and he was someone who goes to college and that are obviously have been asked by so many guys i would i would i would argue um what qualities do you value in dating so obviously the number one they have to be a follower of jesus but i kind of want to get into that a little bit more i feel like now you know you see a lot of people who go to church have a cross necklace have it in their bio a little bible verse but they aren't actually following the lord and so i think that that's just definitely the number one characteristic, you know, like they have to be Mm -hmm. fully devoted Christian and truly like walking in that, not just Mm -hmm. acting like it. So that's definitely number one. Um, And then I think someone who's just very like servant hearted, confident, um, just someone who truly just wants to serve others and loves everyone around them. So Mm -hmm. that's so what does that look like to be a servant of Christ to you know, be his follower because it's easy to kind of like pretend like like I don't I think you said it earlier. It's easy to pretend that you know the Bible. It's easy to pretend that you know yeah. try, try, like being nice to people and so on and so forth. But how would you know that someone is truly a follower of Christ? Guys, I mean, like you know, like I don't know if you're aware, but in John chapter six, you know, like there's people that follow Jesus, and it turns out they just followed him because they were fan of of his works they're just a fan of everything that he does but when he starts talking about mm. hey i am the bread of life people starts leaving and then yep. and then he was just left with the disciples so how like for someone who is looking into dating how would you know if someone is truly intently passionately following the lord yeah i think you know someone can only act for so long and i think that you really have to look at like the fruit of their life and you know, how are they treating people who can do nothing for them? And are they just going to church or do you see that, you know, pour out into other areas of their life? Are they actually like talking about Jesus? Are they truly trying to make disciples? You know, I think that just kind of seeing their actions over a period of time can kind of tell that. Um, and also, I think kind of seeing who they surround themselves with, like what does their community look like? And then also just praying about it and praying for that discernment because, you know, you can't ever, like, see someone's heart. But I think that Mm -hmm. if you pray and ask the Lord to reveal that to you, then he will. So, 
That's good. good. That's good. Joe, do you have a big question? Uh, or, 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 well, I mean, or I guess just, uh, just to add, add to like, no, I, no, I think you're completely right in that. Like there's, you know, you, you, you know, you know, some who someone is just through the the fruit, through fruit of their life, you know? And like, and when you, when you spend time around and especially if you pray, pray to God and like, like you were saying, just like looking for those a- answers and st- stuff like that, it, uh, God will re- reveal those things. You know, I think we forget that God, God is God who answers prayers. And, uh, you know, when, and so, and, and so like, you know, they, it may be some good good fruit that someone's producing, or maybe may maybe some bad, you know. And that's that's something that you have to be really honest with yourself on looking for for potential partner and stuff. So, but yeah, that's good. You know. That's good. Thank you for that's amazing. Do you have anything to add to that, Audrey? I kind of want to hear y'all's thoughts on it. Like, what would you say? Oh, <laughs> do you want to go first? <laughs> Man, <laughs> I think like golly, there's like. So, so I guess like question is just like, like what, like, how, how do you know that they're, they're true followers? Yeah. Right? Or like, just like what qualities do you value in dating? And then how can you discern that those qualities are true and authentic? Oh gosh. Yeah. I think, I think definitely, you know, uh, with, um, I mean, like, like you were saying, like first, like knowing that they're a follower of Christ and a follower, follower of Christ, like it, they're like the disciples, they, they didn't just sit still. They, they went and acted. They, they, they were, uh, they were participants in, in the, in the kingdom and really being a participant in the kingdom is really quite simply, you know, God, God simplified, um, you know, the law into two, two command, commandments on to love God and to love people, you know, and like, you know, we, we can all love, love love like there's so many people that love god it's just like it does it's it's so much and their secret in the secret place that you don't necessarily see it out in public but like you can see very clearly if somebody loves pe- people or not you know if somebody mm-hmm. is a true is a true servant and and like my my dad one of the best advice i got on marriage was my dad he told me he's like he's like marriage he's like when you simplify it down is two selfish people dying to themselves that's basically <laughs> that sounds really intense but it's really it's just uh you know but but it's uh but it, it's you know in marriage when you're becoming one you are learning to uh you know you're learning to serve somebody else like and not like desiring anything in return it, it is like just fully un, unsel- unselfish love and so i think you know when, when you see somebody like like you were saying too like uh audrey of you know ser- serving like people who serve but like that don't expect anything back i think that's just i think that's such a good good quality, quality look for but mm-hmm. yeah man what, what about you brother oh man i didn't have time to think I was just too busy listening to you, actually. <laughs> uh, I mean, like, basically, like, almost similar to, like, what Audrey was saying. It's, like, that heart of a servant that, like, you will know by their fruit. Like, isn't that what Jesus said? Mm-hmm. That you will know my disciples by, um, by how they love. And, again, like, if they're putting others before themselves, then I think that's one of the evidence of that. But, again, it's easy to see that in church. and It's easy to fake that at church. Oh, yeah. But I think one of the ways that... um. First, like, okay, so the qualities I'm looking for in a woman is like, you know, being um, being in love with the Lord. Uh, so much so that, like, for me, it's like, it's it's going to be difficult for me to have, like, you know, like, what is it? How is it? Like, I want, like, like the woman has to be so busy being in love with the Lord mm. that it's going to take a lot of, like, of me, like, see, I don't know, showing myself to her, if that makes any sense. Kind of Pro- like proving, proving yourself. Not proving really myself, like- but more of like, um, like, like she's just so busy. Like she's not focused. Oh, okay. Here's okay. I'm sorry. It's hard phrasing, it. <laughs> but it's 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 like she's so in love with the Lord to so much so that um she's not 
really desperate to be in a relationship. Yeah. That she so um that one time like that that if she wants to take it slow and then she was like, "Okay, let's earnestly seek and hear the Lord and let's pursue the Lord together." I think that's one of the qualities that I maybe I'm looking for is that she's serious about her faith. That she's not just doing it because she wants to gain something from God. Um because I see like I've I've talked to so many Christian not just guys, not just women, but also guys as well, where it's mm-hmm. like they only follow Christianity is because, you know, they they know, they're aware that Christians are very attractive people. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> and and then, yeah, and then the reason why they're pursuing the Lord because, oh, I don't, I want to be like, you know, I want to be on that same level with that person. Though it's a good desire, that should not be like your primary desire. Your desire is to, I want to love the Lord with all my heart, all my mind, and all my strength because of what jesus did on the cross not because i'm expecting something in return Mm -hmm. like what y'all are saying but because it is my it it is my it is my purpose it is my design to worship god and someone who values that same love for god will show up and then you will find that person very attractive regardless of like your types and i think last night we talked about types by the way um and and we said something about like, you know, like sometimes our types can be superficial to the reality that to the point that and Audrey said this. I, I want to give Audrey credit <laughs> that she said this, that like you put God in a box. Oh yeah. You know, if if you if you're just like st- you know, basically sticking to your type. But but being open to the idea that let her or his love for God crush your list. That's good. Because mm, that should so- be the that should be the top priority is that how much do they love God? Mm-hmm. How much do they know or how much are they aware that they're a sinner that are in need of God's grace? Because if you know someone is going by that life, you will see how they treat their friends, their neighbors, their family. And yeah, you, you'll just see that in their life, but it's just how they treat other people. That's good. Um, so yeah, yeah, I, I don't know if that make any, I don't know if that made any sense. I'm sorry, Audrey, you were saying something? Yeah, no, that was really good. And I want to add to that on the part where you're talking about, you know, like they're so busy loving the Lord that they aren't desperate for a relationship. Mm-hmm. And I kind of want to see y'all's opinions on like whenever people refer to like the season of singleness as like the waiting season on like y'all's thoughts on that and kind of what you think, what you think about that. Okay. We'll, we'll do that in one deal. You'll, you'll tell <laughs> us about your <laughs> thoughts on that as well. Because <laughs> I feel like you're interviewing us. <laughs> So she's like, like, listen, y'all hammered me with questions last thing. night. It's a good thing. A good thing. <laughs> I'm sorry, I can't um, help it. <laughs> no, no, we appreciate it because, like, when we wanted like more of this back and forth of yes. like, you know, guys with yeah. perspective, uh, that's good. Uh, or did, did you, you okay? Sorry, I no, but I, I would, I would say, golly, I would say on like, oh, okay, I'm gonna reference J- JP. Actually, I think yes. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about. Yeah, he knows what I'm talking about. It's uh, not Ben Stewart. For some people, it's not Ben know. Stewart. Last night they talk about Ben Stewart nonstop. <laughs> Which we're gonna talk about Ben Stewart later, but that's. <laughs> oh, sorry, J- JP had a, had a really good um like for anybody that comes to him who's like struggling singleness and asking if they need to be seasoned singleness or 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 what kind of season they need to be in. Like especially for young adults, there's always this feeling of like I'm not where I'm supposed to be. I'm supposed to be here there this job whatever uh and so but when he gets asked that question he asks he asks him he's like well hey when you woke up this morning were you single or were you not and what and and then they were like well i woke up and i was i was single." he's like well then you're supposed supposed to be supposed to be single and his i I think is from what i kind of got from what he was saying and which i kind of agree with is that 
um, it's it's really simply that if you are single right now, then that's quite simply the season you're in. That that may that may not not be for you know for for uh, you know that that may not be for till you know next next week or uh, a month. But until until you do, there is that potential partner. You know you're you're single. At you know and and carry yourself as, as so of uh being as close into the relationship with with the father and we kind of talked about this last night on you know in that season of singleness it is such a you will not you will not have any more time than you do right now mm-hmm. and you will not and and I, I don't, another way to say that you will not have any more time to just have time with you and god than you do right now yeah. like there and so uh and because when you do get get married I and mean, he talks about this in bible you're you know that uh you're you're uh i think paul 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 talks about this a little bit or something like that it, it's like your your desires they're uh they're yeah. they're, they're, they're shifted it, it's like first corinthians first yeah. corinthians yeah thank you yes i and, and you know you're not it's not the, it's not that you're not committed to christ but you were you now have responsibility especially as us as future husbands of you know providing for for a wife so we'll try we we seek to uh fulfill the desires of our, our wife and then we have have got God as God as well, and so that that splits us. Uh, but when you're single, that's that's you have you can do so so many things for, for the kingdom. Um, and so I would say it's not season of singleness. It's not necessarily be like don't designate that for yourself. To, that that's another way of putting God in a box. Uh, like don't don't feel like you're you need to be punished or that you're not worthy to date somebody. You're not worthy to be married or anything like that. Don't 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 do that to yourself. Um, don't force that. If that is just the season currently that you're in, then do live it to the fullest. Go, you know, go, go do it for Christ. But yeah, yeah, yeah. Audrey, what do you think? You have an answer. Oh, she has done. I have an answer. Oh. <laughs> Audrey, you want to go first? Ladies first. Okay, I can. <laughs> that was so good. I completely agree. I think a lot of times, you know, people think, I don't know. I feel like a lot of times for girls anyways, it's like waiting around and like, oh, like I'm waiting for a husband. Once I get a husband, then life will be perfect. And, you know, putting like your hope in a relationship. But I think that the season of singleness truly is just such a gift from the Lord to like be able to have that undivided attention and to truly just seek his presence and seek his will for your life. And I like what you were saying, like, get busy, like go and do stuff for the kingdom, you know, like don't just sit around and twiddle your thumbs to wait for a guy to come, but go out and make disciples, serve at the church, you know, do things that the Lord's calling you to do because you, you're called to do that regardless of if you're in a relationship or not. And I think that it's Mm. so important to get busy doing the things that God's called you to do instead of, you know, like waiting around for someone to come and, and, you know, want to date you <laughs> that's just mm-hmm. absolutely no amen but sorry before you go i have a i have a question on that though i, I want to ask you late, late, later 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 we'll ask it now but before you no before you i want about it. she has she has us you have to answer sorry, i'm trying to avoid it <laughs> we want, the world wants to hear mark's thoughts why okay because, well I, I used to think this way, like, um, like you know, singleness. I, I I used to think that it's a curse. That's like, oh gosh, dang it! Like, I think it was saying it's like, like uh, maybe I did something that God is punishing me that mm-hmm. He doesn't want me to be in a relationship right now. And sometimes that could be an issue because you might be idolizing. Really, oh, and we're back now. <laughs> now actually, for what the fourth time? For the fourth time. Oh my gosh. Okay, so. Oh my gosh! So, uh, anybody a little confused? Uh, I, I have to think. I'm having to do this again. Uh, so we just we lost Audrey. We lost. Then she came back. We didn't have her audio again. 
she and then it was a mess. So then we all jump off the call and jump jump back in. So, but now we're back. Okay, so you were talk, <laughs> talking about your th- thoughts and scenes. Oh, we're falling down. I think you know, <laughs> that's what you were talking about. Do you want the auto to go bad again? I don't want the auto to go bad. <laughs> right when I it started, just want to talk. Right when I was about to start talking about sync, the audio goes away. Audrey, do you think that's a sign? Mm, no, I think thank you. Thank you. Thank question. you. Thank you. <laughs> Gosh dang it. I thought okay. I was going to find let's my get, way Let's get it. Let's get it. We'll get through it real quick. We'll finish it up. Okay. What was the question again? <laughs> <laughs> okay. How? Oh. Oh, no. You're oh, good. You're good. How would... <laughs> what would you say, like, the waiting season? Like, what are your thoughts on that whenever you're in the season of singleness? Oh, Okay. Well, I used to think that it's a curse. Like I, th- I oh, no, I said that early. Yeah, mm-hmm. no, I used to think that um, that God puts us in there because we've done something wrong, mm-hmm. and sometimes that's that's the case because sometimes we idolize relationships, right? And and I think whenever someone is sitting on that throne of our hearts, God doesn't like that. He doesn't oh, want. No. No, no, you no. know, God is a jealous God. He doesn't share his glory and he doesn't share God's. And so what he does is that, you know what? No, I'm going to put you right here. I'm going to show to you that I am God. I'm the only one who can satisfy you. I'm the only one who can bring you true joy. And sometimes God will put that, put us in that season. Now I'm not sure if like, when is the time that God's going to show you your future spouse? But I know for a fact that um, once you like, again, we're talking about like, once, once you become busy, so in love with the Lord that you're not desperate about being in a relationship anymore because you're just, you're content in Christ. Like one of the ways that I, I see myself, like, you know, uh, if you're single, it's like, you know what? I'm, I have no problem if Christ comes back tomorrow because to be with him is better than to be married and to be in a relationship with someone. I mean, for crying out loud, we're all bride of Christ. We're all going to be married to Christ when he comes back. But but yeah, that's that's the way I used to see singleness. I used to see it as a curse. But now the more I think about it, it like what Audrey is saying, it's a gift. It's a gift that we get to have, that we we have time, we have opportunities to meet other other people that will be beneficial in our walk and and that we could faithfully serve the Lord without you know being so focused on pursuing someone and and you know, trying like, you know, like you're like what you're saying, sorry, like you're, what you're saying with what Paul was saying, first Corinthians, our attention is not, you know, it's not split. Mm. We're focusing on the Lord wholeheartedly. But I think that's not what we do, especially in dating. I think we still will keep doing that. We pursue the Lord as, as, as much as we can. And it's not like that triangle scheme of like, you pursue the Lord, I pursue the Lord. And as we grow closer to God, we grow, we grow close, closer to each other. So, but yeah, um, that, that's the way I see it now. Like singleness is a gift that I don't have to see as something that, you know, like God is hindering me some, from something that is good because he has given himself to me and that is enough, you know? And I have to constantly remind myself that every day that, you know what, if I don't get married, even though if I want to, if that is your will, let it be done. Because, like you've done, you've given me everything, and that is Christ Jesus. But if you think that there's someone out there that that's going to add to my walk, that's going to yeah. add to my desire to minister to people, then yeah, like I would invite her. But it's not something that I would say that I'm like so desperate to have. Like unlike a couple of years ago, 
super desperate for a relationship. Now I'm like, okay, maybe, maybe I'm open to whatever God has because again, He knows He knows this life better than I do. You know, if God is holy, and I think um, Jackie Hilpierre talks about this in her book, it's called Holier Than Thou. If God is holy, that means He cannot sin, and if He cannot sin, that means He's worthy of our trust. So if if you believe about God being holy, then you can fully trust him with all of your heart that his plans for you is so much better than what you have in store for yourself. So sit on that truth, sit on that truth for, um, for your whole singleness, your single season. And yeah, keep your, uh, keep your gaze upon Jesus. That's good. So, Dude, but yeah, that's awesome, man. Yeah. So are we leaving the singleness now? <laughs> <laughs> I was going to ask you, ask you a question, Audrey, that was, I was thinking about, you know, you're talking about of like, you know, it's, uh, and I think this is a common word. A lot of like, there, there are a lot of Christian women that, that do, that do it's, it's that like, all right, I'm just going to, you know, sit, sit and wait, wait, wait for my husband and stuff like that. And now, and now guys are also, I think very, just as, just as much, you know, as, uh, you know, guilty of do, doing that as well. Cause it's as part of being a Christian, you're like, okay, so God promised me this. So he's going to bring me this. So I just got to do, do not do nothing, you know? And it's like, well, no, it's like, it's like, it's like, we're not, we don't, there's no, there's no, it's not works. It's not, uh, there's no, um, we don't, we're, we're not legalistic. Um, you know, you don't need to prove your, yourself. You don't, you, you're not, you're not, uh, like un, un, unworthy of something. It's just not, not the right, right time. Right. Usually. And, um, but you know, and, and especially like for, for when, I'm curious, like in a guy's perspective, you know, like we're, we're looking, looking for partners, you know, as guys, like, it's just, we, we, we acknowledge like, all right, we have to, we have to be pursuing, we have to be, be seeking, you know, look, look, looking for those potential partners, stuff like that. So as women, like, you know, like with, with your friends and stuff like that, do y'all like, how did, I'm just curious, like when you are looking for those partners, like, do y'all, do y'all do some of y'all like go, go out seeking? Do you like, do you have friends like ask, ask guys out or is it, is it just kind of like, or, or do you feel like it is, it is just, just kind of waiting till, till somebody does ask out or if, if that what kind of question makes any sense yeah um i actually don't have any friends that go out and like ask guys out yeah so i feel like everyone that i know is just kind of like okay i want someone who's going to pursue me and like come up to me yeah um but i will say my uh i was an intern for another podcast which if you like this one you should listen to a little more courage yeah. because incredible like they just are so wise and amazing but anyways the girl there was saying how whenever she was in her season of singleness she actually asked out one of her guy friends and he kind of was like no I I don't think that that's what the Lord has for either of us but she was saying you know she was bold enough to go and ask and in return she like had her answer she wasn't you know kind of making up scenarios in her mind of, Oh, but what about this? And what about this? And like mm-hmm. taking breadcrumbs and turning it into something it's not. So I also think that that is good advice to you of like, it's a no until it's a yes. And so, yeah. you know, I think that that's just honestly really true instead of creating all these different scenarios and all the different things. Cause I know I'm guilty of that. I know lots of other people are. So I think that that is really helpful too. What are those? The what? What do you think are those scenarios that sometimes we build up on our heads? I mean, I know for a fact for guys, like, oh, like <laughs> she's gonna say no, or it's like that in- insecurities of like, no, that's she's she's out of my league. But like for girls, what is it that like? Th- what are those thoughts that you just like have in your in y'all's minds? I think honestly, just like fantasizing a relationship mm. and 
I mean, you know, you watch the movies, you see all the rom-coms, and so it's like, oh, I want a guy who's going to travel across the ocean for me and all the different things. And so you just think of the scenarios of like, oh, that guy's cute. And then you think, I don't know, this is going to sound crazy, but like, oh, if he asked me out on a date and what is our first date going to look like? And just Um, honestly take me to the full extreme whenever that's, no, that's not how that works. So yeah. No, oh, yeah. Where, well, okay. So in that, like in a lot of that, you're talking about, about expectations, you know? Right. And, and I think there, there's this, uh, it, like, it's so like, as a, and I think that that's what like to like Mark, Mark said, like on, on a guy's point of view, there's so, there's so much fear. Cause like you, you don't, you don't want to, you don't want to break, break a promise. You, you don't want to, uh, fa- fail expectations. You want, you want to like live up to any, and especially like guys, guys, we have such a desire to just impress girls. You know, this goes back to, you know, when we're five, six years old, like, Hey, look how fast I can run. You know, it's just like, <laughs> <laughs> it's you know it's it's really like from a young age like you're kind of just raised like no like i, I want to like i want like i want to win her you know i want to and so like i'm really curious like what, what's kind of the line of like you know like because i think it's not wrong to have ex- expectations you know like women should have expectations especially yeah. of looking for a potential partner and stuff like that well if you have like you know anything to say to some listeners of like hey like 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 maybe like how do I put this? Where what are what are the right expectations to have? And like you know, if like going on a first date and st- stuff like that. And what are what are what are some of those fa- fantasies, uh, fantasies that you know you may maybe you're you're li- you're living in versus living in reality of like hey, this is what like we're probably going on like a first date or whichever you know. And so yeah, that's really good. And um, okay, I do remember where I was going with this, but yeah, last uh, I think I was telling you yesterday about my college ministry and on Thursday he was doing a series on you know relationships and he was talking about dating and he was actually like one of his points was have realistic dating expectations and how a lot of times we put all of our expectations of like what you would in a savior to a relationship and how it's like oh like kind of what we're talking about earlier with like the waiting season of once I get married then my life will be perfect and all the different things But I think whenever it comes to expectations, you know, it's kind of hard because I think we have to, you know, have those realistic expectations, but we also don't want to settle. And so I think that, you know, you just kind of have to, it's kind of a thin line between what's asking too much and what is being, having standards. So I don't know, that is actually, is kind of a hard question. So do y'all have any thoughts on it? (laughs) I. Do you do any? <laughs> I don't want to talk in the and then the, and then the audio cut. It'll just. <laughs> I'm, I'm afraid the computer's gonna catch on fire. In Jesus name, knock on wood. Uh, no, but I. Um, so I. Oh gosh, I would. I would say with a lot of that, I think like so. So often, like in relationships, especially and especially like like if like if you've grown up in the church and like Christian dating, like it's just most people like have it i would say i would say majority of like young adults they don't have like this huge like date date, dating list or maybe have not dated much at all you know and i I think and and when you uh haven't done done so i think i think that that is a good 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 thing a blessing it honestly you're just you're saving yourself heartache till that you find the actual like life partner but uh, the the bad thing about it is that it's like because you have so much time to think on the future of those things it creates 
all these fan- fantasies, all these expectations, everything. And there's so, so many books where I've read where I, I can relate to this as a guy where, you know, you, you desire to be, be that Prince Charming and like all, all the, all these things and, you know, uh, be super romantic on a date. Well, then you do try to do those things and then you realize, oh, wow, life isn't necessarily like the movie is like, this doesn't like, this is like, they may not like that necessarily as much or, or this or that. And so I think like, and those, um, is really just like, and I think God, like he commands us not just do this, um, like in the things we do, but just day, day to day in a relationship with him, we don't worry about tomorrow. He's, he worries about that. We focus on today, you know? And, and so don't like set, we set our plans. We give, we give them to God, like of, of like, Hey, this is what, what I, I hope for in a partner and in life and, and, and romantically and all those things. This is not bad desires, but whatever it is, you, you give it to him and you let him ha- handle those things. And then you deal with whatever, whatever it is in front of you. And I think that takes off a load of all the things that are not. And then you realize, Oh, wow, I don't have to deal with those things right now. I'm just going to deal, deal with this. We're just in the talking phase. So I'm just going to focus on that. And then when you get into the date, dating phase and you just fo- focus on that and you just, you keep it just one state stage at a time and don't, don't think too far, far ahead, ahead in the future or anything. And so, but that's kind of how I would say on that, just kind of try to focus on the now, but. Well, and really quick, I want to add to that. Yeah. Um, I think it's important too to realize that like the other person is going to let you down and you're going to let them yes. down. And I realize that like we are human and we're going to make mistakes and not to put that expectation of, Oh, like they're, they're going to be perfect and never going to let me down and saying like vice versa. Like, how can I be a good like girlfriend and, you know, like serve well and all these different things of having the expectation for yourself. I think you kind of have to realize I'm going to make mistakes. And so is he, but together we serve a perfect savior and that's the love that we're striving for. So you say that's good. That's really good. No, thank you for that. That's awesome. No, yeah. It's that effective communication of like, yeah, no, I don't expect you to be the most perfect Christian in the whole world, but mm. rather like I expect you to be faithful. That's good. Dang. Yeah, yeah. That's what it yeah. is. Because um, that, that was my word after passion is like, you know, like God doesn't expect us to be perfect. He expects us to be faithful. So I would say like you apply that same thing to others or to your partner is that, you know, like, I think we put so much emphasis on, like, again, being holy is very important. Being, staying pure is very important. But, like, that that sense of grace and expecting them that they're going to fail, yep. you know, because, again, they're human beings that needs the same blood that we do, which is the blood of Jesus. Like, it's, I think that that extends grace to them, like, kind of, like, reassuring them, like, hey, I know that you're going to mess up, but here's the thing. I'm still choosing to pursue you because that's how God pursued me. Right. And, and setting the, setting up those expectations of, yes, you're going to fail, mm. but we're, we're both looking to Jesus and, and just communicating that is very important. And I'm so glad you asked that because most, most young adults get this idea that, oh, like our relationship should be like, you know, Sadie and Christian's relationship or should be, you know, um, should be this person's relationship. Like, again, you don't know what's going on behind the scenes, right? Yeah. So like um, the, some of the things that, that, you know, like that you see in public, you know, of course, like you're going to see that because that's how, that's the perfect example of what a relationship should look like. But those battles behind the scenes, oh, yeah. they have to keep that to themselves. So you have to expect that these people who also needs Jesus will fall short and don't put a lot of so much Instagram expectations on relationships, oh, yeah. but rather 
rather expect what Jesus said, right? That um, that there's going to be trouble here, but take heart that he has overcome the world. Meaning that even in your relationship, the gospel, the cross of Jesus Christ is still sufficient for, for both of you. Yeah. Okay. And just, I think that setting up, setting up that expectation um, in general, like don't, again, there's nothing wrong with, with, I would say having a vision of what your relationship should look like, but don't let that vision get in the way of you finding joy in the now. Yes. That's, that's, that's my, that's my, that's, that's what I would say. So what, what is your take on that, Audrey? I think even kind of spinning off of that, going, doing like a little reverse, like not psychology, but like Uno reverse card of that, but like, <laughs> you know, trying to, you have this expectation, but also not settling because I think, a lot of the times too, it's like, oh, you're, which this is a point from that sermon. He was saying, we often can't find Mr. or Mrs. Right because we're looking to find Mr. or Mrs. Right now. And I think that that's so good too, of instead of like, you know, a lot of people are either future focused or, oh, well, right now I want a boyfriend. So I'm going to find a boyfriend right now. And so I think that's also really good too, to, you know, have those standards and have that expectation of, it might not be right now. It might be in a year or two or however long. So, yeah. Oh, yeah. So how do you find a balance between like the two of like, yes, like do not over fantasize the relationship, but at the same time, don't settle. Like, how do you find a balance between those two? Cause we, you know, we have to set a standard, but at the same time, don't make the standard so unattainable. How do you, yeah. how do you find a balance between that? I think, you know, it's good to have a desire and a lot of times it can feel like this bad thing to have a desire to be married or to be in a relationship and all the things. But again, kind of going off what you're saying, you know, you don't want that to be an idol. And yeah. so I think, you know, you can have those expectations and those standards, but I think that whenever it comes to like settling, you want to make sure that you're sticking to like the character attributes of it and not necessarily like what we were talking about earlier, like putting God in a box of, oh, well, I think it's going to be this way and this is what I desire whenever it's, no, like God knows your actual desires and what you think mm-hmm. you want might not be actually what you want. So I don't know if that answers your question or not. But Oh, yeah, that's facts. Oh, no, I, I was going to, well, I was going to kind of segue into like no, another question of like, you know, a lot of the, like we're talking about like expe- expectation, communication, communication is, is major invol- involvement and in, uh, just with, uh, with, with, with couples and just trying, trying to work, work as a team and that, and really getting to know each other, working as a team is what helps you have, have a be- better, better marriage. Um, so like in those things, like what, what do you think are like some good, like, like, in, like in communication between guys and girls, what are some things that like girls are usually like, what are some things that girls are desiring to hear from, from a man, from a man, like in communicating love, like, Hey, like I'm like, what are, what are some things in insurance? It's like, Hey, I'm, I, I want to lead, lead you. I want to protect, protect you. Like I, you, like, you know, I'm, I'm, pers- I'm pursuing, pursuing you, you know, like what, what are some things that like girls are kind of looking for their communication wise? Yeah, that's really good. I like that you asked that question. Um, it kind of goes back to Ben Stewart. <laughs> Forget about no. Wait, 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 can you say his name again? I, I don't think we said. His- <laughs> <laughs> so- yeah, it's totally yeah. First time. I'm just, I'm just, I'm now. I'm just trying to bug, bug Mark. Now we talked about someone. Okay. Sorry, sorry, Audrey. Keep going. Um. So he has a book, and it's called "Single Dating Engaged Married." And in the book, he's talking about how um, whenever him and his now wife 
first started dating, he asked her out on a date and from the beginning was just very clear with his intentions. And, Mm -hmm. you know, you hear the term like clarity is kindness, but that's exactly what it was. You know, after each date, he would tell her, okay, I'm going to text you if that's okay. And would give her the option to say, no, like, I think I'm good. We had fun, but I don't think this relationship is for me anymore. But he would also give her that expectation of, okay, if this is what you want, I'm there. I'm going to reach out and I'm going to contact you. Let's go on another date. And so I think that's something that a lot of girls want is just that validation of, okay, this is the other guy or your partner, whoever wants that too, you know, and it's not just like, is, is he, does he want to go on another date? Just having that confused feeling. So I think a lot of times girls just want that clarity in that relationship. So well, or sorry, sir, did you, did you oh. me, no, I was, I was thinking like, kind of, kind of like this, you know, me, me and Mark, we, we, we talk a lot, you know, and we, there's, you know, and just conversation of like, um, you know, and just, and being, being a man, man of God and like pursuing, pursuing God and like how we should act and ways that we feel convicted. You know, one time we were talking about just, uh, being, being kind, you know, and I think that that's something that's so lost on just us as people, but especially men, you know, it's like, we, we do, we do things and we say it's out of love, but it's not out of a kind, kind spirit. You know, there's, there's a big difference between being nice and being, being kind, you know? And I think, and I feel like in, in a lot of, a lot of what you're saying, it's like there's a there's like there there's a kind spirit behind like and 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 the way that a man should communicate to to a woman. Um, do you feel like a lot of times like hearing from friends like other people necessarily like um, like do you feel like a lot of times guys like they're trying to be bold, but they're not being very kind and soft and ge- gentle and pursu- pursuing a woman like necessary necessarily. I think so. I think sometimes people just go about it the wrong way and. Yeah. Well, I don't know. I think a lot of times they'll beat around the bush too and not necessarily be clear on their intentions or, oh, yeah. you know, start off with, I don't know, just being weird. <laughs> but <laughs> I, think, <laughs> I don't, yeah, you don't even want to no, know. No, that's but, fair. <laughs> but I think that whenever it comes to, you know, being kind, I think that truly is, you know, sharing your intentions of what you're wanting out of the relationship and just from the very beginning, you know, okay, we're going to be open and we're going to communicate and this is what I want. What do you want? And so I think that that, that goes along with you. That's good. That's good. And just have, and just having that, that honesty, you know, cause I think, you know, when we're so used to, we're so used to the games, you know, like, and especially, especially in high school or like, there's, there's a lot of stuff that we, we used to, we used to do and we do now just out of insecurity or just, um, just cause we're, we're used to, we think that that's how it's supposed to be. But no, like lo- love is something that's very, it's upfront. It's like, Hey, this is how I feel. This is how I want to pursue, pursue you. And it's, it's an invitation. It's not, it's not, there's no, it's not any sort of uh, contract or anything, anything by binding. It's a, it's, it's a, Hey, do you want to join, join me on, on this journey? You know? Mm-hmm. And so, but yeah. And so when it goes to like, you know, like looking and dating, cause like when you go in the first date, what are, what did we just, what would you say some of the things that you want to be communicated? Let's just say on the first date for you, Audrey, what, what would you say? Um, I think the first date is just really like getting to know each other, getting to know okay. the small, you know like nothing too crazy and I think a lot of times people can put too much <laughs> pressure on the first date and make I it am. something that doesn't need to be um so honestly I feel like the first date shouldn't really be too much pressure I think it's just more getting to know each other and 
honestly, I feel like if someone's asking not like deep questions, but if it's more trying to go like too, too deep, I think that's a little, that's not the right time, you know, just because not everyone has to know everything right off the bat. So Mm -hmm. I think that's something to kind of keep in mind is first date. I think it should just be kind of more casual. And then from there, okay, how was it? Do we want to go on a second date? Just kind of go from there. But I don't know. Yeah, what are your guys' thoughts on it? What do you think? Man, I it's. <laughs> do you want to? I keep on talking first. Do you want to? No, okay, ahead, okay. I but I want to hear your answer. You're not gonna. You're gonna skip out of this. I no. I I think you know on a first day especially it's something of like you said like it's definitely something like chill like low-key i think like we for some reason in the past like couple years especially or like i don't know maybe five ten years or so it's like it's like the word date in the christian community like like at least at least on the one i grew up around it's like if you ask someone date like you might as well just ask them like hey do you want to marry me like it's like it's like that amount of pressure you know of like that's like no it's just a date like a date meaning i just want to get to know, know you i do like maybe you know it's 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 romantically involved yes but it's still like just getting to know you and it's like and then you know i think there's so like I think uh, so it's like kind of getting past that boundary of like hey this is a first date but it does not mean I am asking you to like be my girlfriend it does not mean that like it's like there's no you know there's no string strings attached yet yet on, on any of this stuff and so I think with that it's like keeping it um you know keep keeping it uh you know just pretty pretty chill just getting to know each other um I will say like as a guy it's kind of difficult of like you want to be upfront and communicate all, all those things. And like, there were times I said, said stuff at the right time. And there were times I said stuff at the complete wrong time, <laughs> And uh, you know, and, and it, it, you have to, you kind of have to learn from mistakes on some, some of those, some of that stuff and just kind of keep, keep rolling, rolling with it. Um, but there's, uh, but I would say, yeah, I think, I think it's just finding, finding the right, right time. And, and knowing that like, you know, I would say anybody listening, do not, it is, I don't think it's ever good for, like to compare past relationships to like current or like the, you know, possible future ones. Because if you do that, then you're like, Oh, well like on this third, third date here, you know, we talked, talked about this and then you could have, and you're like, Oh, well I'm with this guy, guy, like on my, this third date, we haven't talked about, about the yet. So we're, we're behind or what, whatever. So we should. And then, then you're, then you start forcing con- conversation on stuff and everything. I've definitely forced conversation and stuff like that in the past. And it's just, it doesn't really, it's just, you gotta, you gotta realize that every, every person, you're pursuing or in a relationship with is different than than the one one past and different than anybody else. They're they're their own unique individual. And so like because of that you kind of you have to take each 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 first date is really the first first you're like a new first date. It's not like, you know, it's it should not it's not necessarily the same as, as the as the past for first dates you you've gone on. And so and looking at that person's new person and be like, hey, this person might be might want to go slower in this area or faster in this area. And then you got to ask yourself, okay, am I willing to go that faster or that slow? You know? And so, yeah, I think just kind of feeling that out, just kind of person to person. Mm-hmm. But yeah. Oh, yeah. It's good. And, I, I would go ahead. Oh, sorry. Okay, really quick. I no, go ahead. Go ahead. So actually, one of my friends went on a first date, like I think it was a month ago. And okay. she was saying, the guy told her, okay, you know, obviously I asked you out on this date. Here's my intentions going forward. This is what I saw in you that I really liked. Um, this is what I'm looking for. And this is kind of like where I want to go. Basically just like laying it out of like, okay, this is what I saw. This is my intention. And that like, she came home and that's what she loved the most about the date was oh, wow. he was very clear. 
And so I also think that, you know, you kind of have to use discernment on like, okay, is the date going well? You know, what is the topic like? And just kind of have that discernment of, okay, should I ask and like be bold, have that more intentional question and let them know like, this is where I'm at versus kind of, you know, not going too deep. And yeah, so. That's good. So go, we say going too deep, what would you classify when it comes to like dating and having conversation, what would you classify as someone as something as too deep for a conversation with someone on a first date? That's a good question. <laughs> I don't know. It's kind of hard because I really think you have to use discernment with it. And mm-hmm. I think if the conversation is steering that way and you feel comfortable sharing, then that's fine. But I think, you know, I don't know. It's kind of hard because like my testimony, that's something that like I'm not ashamed to share, but also it's like, I don't think that necessarily like the first date, I don't know, honestly, I want to, what do you guys think? Cause I, I, I honestly don't know. Well, I'm glad you brought up there. And like, te- I think one, I think what, what you're saying too, is like, you got it. You should be, wa- you should be wise in the things you share, share and don't, don't share. I think especially I, when I think it's like, if you're going to talk about just topics in general on anything, then like I would say like that that's kind of free range and just kind of feel, feeling out discernment. But like anything in your own personal life and your past, like be super protective of that because you don't. It's like a you don't know what that person's going to do with that information, and b that could also get give wrong wrong signals too. And how like you may be sharing that and be like, oh, I'm just sharing my testimony. But the other person could be taken as like, oh, they're they're saying that because they re- they're saying this because they really like me and they really 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 trust me and stuff, you know. And then and then you know then then you and in, in, in stuff like you know may, maybe shortly after and stuff like that. And it uh, it doesn't and it and then on one end it was like oh like like you they feel blindsided, but the but the other it's uh, you were like oh no I was just I was just share, sharing what I, I was sharing and stuff. So but I think just kind of. Like, like we said, just being having discernment. We always joke about like any answer or anything. It's like, oh, just pray, pray about it. Like, you know, just you'll, you'll have you'll have the answer. It'll be fine. <laughs> Audrey, have you seen the movie Five Hundred Days of Summer by chance? Uh-huh. Oh, wow. that's a good. Wait, no, you have it? it. You should go see that movie. That's a, that's a so good. So basically, it's a movie about this guy um, who went out and kind of met this girl, and he kind of over romanticized her, and so basically. They went out a couple of days. They, they they kissed in a copy room. So they've, you know, they've they've done the deed and all this kind of kinds of stuff. And um and she made it very clear to him on the first date that she's not looking for anything serious, but she likes him. All right, she likes him, but but she's not looking for anything serious. And this guy was so persistent of like trying to change her mind throughout the whole movie. And she's been giving all these signs that no, I don't want to be in a relationship. And yeah. Just spoiler alert for 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 people who are who are interested oh, in seeing the movie. <laughs> Poor if you, listener. If you want to see the if you want to see the movie, skip it. Um, uh, but if not, then 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 yeah, this is basically the ending. Is that the the girl? She ended up breaking up with him because she got so pushed towards the edge, where it's like you're forcing me to be in a relationship that I told you from the get go that I don't want to be in. But the problem is, is that person is also doing boyfriend and girlfriend stuff with him which also sends the wrong signals to, to the dude. So towards the very end of the movie, he, she en- she ended up breaking up with him. And then I think a couple months later, they kind of saw each other in public. And this guy, like, you know, you would, you would assume that he learned his lesson, but he didn't. 
and and he he met this girl in a wedding and they started going like you know he started over romanticizing oh my gosh this is fate you know like i feel like we're you know we're, we're gonna get back together again so they went to a wedding they danced together and then she invited him to a party to her apartment okay and when he did and there's this scene in the movie where there's like this um um there's a expectations and there's reality and they go side by side. So expectation is basically from the guy's perspective of how guys, welcome back to the catch up podcast. <laughs> Again, we didn't need put commercials in between. Oh, like we've we'll been cutting off. I'm sorry, y'all. Um, but <laughs> okay. You were talking about expectation reality. Yes. 500 days of summer. Sorry. Okay. okay. But before I was cut off by a commercial. Um, <laughs> so basically in that movie, like um, there was this expectation versus reality and like his expectation, like it's going to go well, you know, they're all going to get back together again. But there's this reality side where like it kind of like it, it unfolds almost exactly as expectation, mm -hmm. but not really because the end result was the girl, his ex-girlfriend was actually engaged and he, and she invited him to an engagement party. And yeah, so he has this all expectations and it ends up and it ends up him hurting. And so basically what I'm going with that is like, where was I going with that? I think like you were, you were saying, saying of like having maybe as a guy, like having like the having, communication. Yeah. Commu that, yes. Yeah. Commu guys not and guy, like he, the main thing there is he wasn't listening, listening yeah. to her. If he actually listened to what she was saying, then like he would realize, Oh, she was inviting me to this. And then, so that mm -hmm. was, but. no, yeah, no. It, Cause, because like the thing is, is like, he just only wants to hear what he wants to hear. That's that's the that's the that's the part, and that's like he's only seeing the signs that that he wants to see, and 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 he's not seeing he's not looking at the red flags, he's not looking at the what the girl was communicating to him, and he's so persistent about just like, no, I can change her mind, and again we have that mindset whenever we go into dating, whenever someone's, you know, uninterested. I mean, I mean, I know it worked out for some people, you know, of kind of like pursuing them, but like. Just that, like, no, I'm not gonna give up because oh, yeah. it's part of the test. See, you know? <laughs> oh, it is so... That's on the girl too, because she shouldn't have been like she was like kind of giving mixed signals by doing all the relationship things, but not wanting the commitment of the relationship. So that's on. Yeah. That's what I told. That's... <laughs> no, <laughs> sorry. Really? No, yeah, it's a it's yeah. A... Or oh, sorry, you're... it's a good movie because. Again, like it, it talks. It, it, it's basically narrated from the perspective of the guy, but at the same, because like from 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 your first view, and you'll be like, man, that girl is a you know she's a bad woman. But it's like when you when you start rewatch that movie, it's like it's actually both of them. Oh yeah, they're, they're both, both terrible. They're both terrible. <laughs> but, but yeah, no, it's just like that's where I'm going. It was like that communication is like, you know, um, don't 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 perceive things that are not communicated to you yeah. especially if like you know yeah. like if it's in the first date you know let, let's just say incidentally someone shares their testimony with you does not mean uh, yeah. that you are the one that they've kind of like you know become yeah. comfortable sharing it with maybe that's just where the conversation is going right um because i've done that with you know previous oh, yeah. dates where it's like it didn't end you know it didn't end in a relationship but we kind of shared each you know testimonies for each other and, you know, like, we communicated, like, hey, like, this is just us sharing my story because this is how God moved yeah. in my life, yeah. right? Yeah. So, yeah, again, like what you're saying, it depends on the conversation because um, yeah. if your conversation is about God and how God moved in your life, then, yeah, talk about your testimony. But if it's just yeah. going to be like, hey, tell me your testimony. I want to hear every single bit of it. 
it's like okay hold on <laughs> exactly but yeah but yeah no so do you have anything to add to that audrey no i think that you said like y'all both handled that much better than what i did on y'all's oh y'all's no you're great really good so yeah so do you have any question joe Man, okay, so sorry, I my, my like I I I should have one like on hand right now. It's just my my like we weren't like popping in and out. I was like all, all this has been been crazy. I I think like you know the the only like you know I think the biggest thing is like you know we were talking about like expectation, reality, guys' perspective, guys' perspective, girl, girls' perspective. Um, you know we haven't really talked about roles stuff. We talked about that like a lot y- yesterday and stuff. And like you know it's what you were talking about bringing up Ben Stewart. You know that guy like give, giving clarity of like hey this is this is kind of this is my this is my outline. This is kind of what I'm, what I'm thinking. This is what uh, this is what I feel about you and 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 whatnot and and everything everything like that. You know and, and guys leading. I guess like you know one 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 question I think just kind of do you think uh, Audrey that uh, that guys do you think that guy, guys should lead in dating even though you're not married that's a good question I think kind of going back to Vince Stewart again um, yes <laughs> talked about <laughs> you know whenever you're dating you're still like your own individual you know whenever you're yep. married you become one but whenever you're dating you're still two different people and so I think that within dating there are I would say there are still roles, but it's not necessarily like the pressure of marriage. I think that you're still your own individuals and like the girl doesn't have to like submit to the guy. I think that that's something for marriage, but I do think that there is a way for the guy to kind of pursue the girl. And so I think that, you know, if the girl's the one who's constantly like setting up dates, texting Mm. him, you know, like doing all the things, then that's not going to end up translating into marriage where, you know, is she going to be the one leading the household or how is he going to handle that? And so I think that, you know, within dating, there are still those roles, but it's not within, it's not as like, there's not as much pressure as what it is for marriage. So. Speaking of, you said something about, you know, pursuing. So what would Mm -hmm. you, for, as a woman, you know, as a woman who's, you know, uh, who's pursuing the Lord, um, how do you want to be pursued? Like as a single Christian, like, just like, do you think, how do you think, us men should pursue a Christian woman who's in love with the Lord. Mm-hmm. I think I see a lot with like my friends, how guys will either like text them or Snapchat or mm-hmm. all the different things. And I just, I don't like that. I think that there is, I don't know. I think there's such a beautiful thing about having the boldness to go up to someone in person and asking them out on a date and just saying, from the beginning, you know, like setting your intentions of, hi, like, I'd like to get to know you more, ask you out on the date. And then I think from there, um, was the question how to be pursued? No, yeah, like, how do you, how do women want to be pursued? Because, like, again, like, we, we talk about yeah. pursuing, but like, for some girls, it's like, oh, like, I want the pursuit to, like, you know, like, I want him to talk to me on Snapchat. I want him to keep the streaks on or something like that. Or, uh, <laughs> you know, like, <laughs> but how, like, for a Christian woman who's pursuing the Lord, um, how do you, how do y'all want to be pursued by godly men? Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I think honestly, like in person is the most respectful thing. Um, and then, which there's actually a podcast and it's Maya Huff. Do y'all know who that is? Maya Huff? Uh-huh. She's Sadie Robertson's sister-in-law. But oh. she, Whoa, okay. Uh-huh. Yeah, so she has her own podcast, which it's incredible, um, and she's doing a series right now, actually, very timely, 
um, about relationships and it's her and her husband and they're kind of talking about, you know, whenever they first started dating, they were long distance. And so like Mm. they had to navigate, okay, do we like texting throughout the whole day or not really talking and then having a phone call at night? And, you know, I think the same thing kind of translates into that where each relationship is going to be different and each girl wants to be pursued differently. So like for me personally, I am more like traditional, I guess, and don't really want to be asked on a date, like on social media or anything like that. You know, I think that that's, mm-hmm. I don't, I don't know. I'm more <laughs> traditional in that sense. Yeah. But it doesn't translate else, very well. <laughs> someone else, you know, who could maybe want to be asked out through Snapchat or text or however. So I really think it kind of depends on, on the person in the situation, but that's good. That's, that's good. good. No, because that's the thing in in my country. So I'm if I mean I don't know if I told you, but I'm from the Philippines. I was born and raised there, and we were taught like I didn't know what dating is like until I moved here, and like dating here is basically different from like what it's like in the Philippines. So in the Philippines, we uh, we have this thing called um, courting. Well, I don't know. I don't, I don't know. You guys are familiar with that? Yeah, no, as well. no, no, yeah, yeah. In the Philippines, we call it ligo or something like that. So basically, what the man will do is that um, he will communicate to the woman how he truly feels. Like, hey, like I really like you. I want to pursue you. Um, do I have your permission um, to pursue you? And some women will be open to it, and some women won't. And when when they say yes, so what the man will do is that he will constantly set, uh, send her flowers. All right, and like he will ask mm-hmm. her, like, hey, what's your favorite flower? And and he will send those flowers and he will ask her like, okay, so what, what is your favorite uh, uh, hobby to spend time with? And then some woman will say like, oh, I just want to go around the mall and shop and all this kind of stuff. And he'll be like, okay, let's do that. And then they will pursue and then that's the one they will talk. And after that, he will take her home, you know, open doors for her, all this kind of stuff. And he will ask her, hey, like, um, you know, what kind, what kind of food do you like? And he is the one who is initiating basically the quote unquote date. And he, yeah. he is the one who's just like, you know, leading her into like, um, to you know, to certain places of like, of of opening doors to like having a good and intimate conversation about setting up goals, all this kind of stuff, asking the good questions, and after that, um, there will this period of time where it's like, hey, like let let me sit this one out for one week, and let me think about where we should go, and after that, like it sometimes it takes about like a couple of days, and then the girl will reach out to the guy and say like, okay, hey, I think that we are we've you know we've we've got along really well we've connected let's pursue this relationship together and that's when it becomes a relationship that's when that's when they start quote-unquote dating it's like you have this period of time where you like the guy will pursue this girl by sending her flowers uh constantly sending her some you know like some inspirational stuff and if you're religious they will ask you like they will ask you like hey how could i pray for you Mm -hmm. or something like that and then yeah and then like constantly ask them like hey um um, what you've been, you know, like um, what you've been feeling recently, and how's your day? All these kinds of stuff—they're just being intentional, and that's what we do. And and I just want to communicate that because, like, is that something that like you think girls wanted to have when it comes to like being pursued? Yes, definitely. And it's kind of funny because one of my friends, she recently went on a date, and she was just so happy because he like got out of her car or out of his car and like opened up her car door. And it's just little things like that where it's like being intentional to making the girl feel special. Oh, I'm I'll bring her flowers, or I'm gonna open up her car door. I'm gonna do all these little things to make her feel special. I think is the best mm-hmm. way to put it. That's good. That's good. 
I, I kind of have one, one, one question on that. Cause like, I think I, by the way, I, I completely agree on a lot, a lot of that, that stuff. And honestly, like there's a lot of, there's a lot of men that like, I, when I tell like, they want, they want to be, they, they desire to be men. They, they desire to be men. They desire, desire, desire to do, do these things. Um, I think there's a lot of guy, guys that like, and, and I have had like, whenever there's been times where I've taken a girl, girl out and they didn't necessarily want me to open up the, open up the door for, for them. Mm-hmm. Like, so, you know, you know what, like when it's like, there's a, it's, I think it's, I guess it's hard from a guy's like point of view. There's like, uh, it's like, it's like, there's, there's, uh, doing your best. And then there's like trying, trying too hard. If that makes, if that makes yeah. any sense, you know, you know? And, and so I guess like from like, I, from like a girl's point of view, like what, what are like, uh, I guess like the help, help all the guys stuff like that who want they want they want to be chauvinist you know and doing doing those those polite things and like not just you know not just you know open up car doors but like you know having having a plan for the, for the date you know and have you know like being you know being uh, being an adult like some some of those th- some of those things you know if there are some guys that like they kind of they don't they maybe they want to do those things but they are they're afraid of that rejection of a girl saying like hey I don't want you to do do that for me and stuff like that it's like should those guys just be bold enough just to go ahead and do it and just like except if like you know that girl says no or not or can i ask him before the, before they do they're like hey i kind of would like to do that for you and like that sort of thing and uh is it polite to ask before or just kind of be bold to do that i think it depends on what it is and yeah. you know you don't want to put too much pressure on dating you know kind of like what we've talked about but also i think you know like if it is opening up the door for someone i honestly think it's just the right thing to do to just be bold and do it. And then if the girl doesn't appreciate that, then you can kind of go from there. But (laughs) I think honestly, (laughs) I personally would say just be bold and do it because, well, I'm trying to think. It it really just depends on what it is. But if it's like serving them and doing something that's kind, I think that, you know, you can't really go wrong in just doing it. So, yeah. but what are your... What are y'all thoughts on it? Man, I, I I would say, or do you do you want to go? Yo, well, okay. I, no, no, go ahead. <laughs> I feel like you're talking first. I also I I would say de- definitely yes on on that part. You know, you know, just being being bold, bold enough to do it. And there's you know, because I think there's um like there's like you said like it, there's there's a stuff that you know I think and I think it's it's pretty easy to decipher it's like all right what's a little thing that like it's okay that you don't have to ask permission for what what are the big big things yeah you know, ask you know mm-hmm. for, permission for you know and so and I think but I think like you know of you know like um, you know open car, car door or like you know paying 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 for the meal like uh or like you know maybe that like off like hey can I can I pay for the meal like that that's that thing um which I, I think it's, you know, I think it's cool, good to be bold, bold, bold to do those things. I think as a man, it, it shows, it's like, Hey, I'm, I, this is who I am. This isn't, this isn't because you're here. This is, I would, I, I this wouldn't change if it was some, somebody else or, or what, whatever. Uh, but this is just who, who I am. And I want to, and I want to show, show that. And I think there's a lot of, there's a lot of confidence that, that is shown in a man when he does that. And I think there's a lot of, um, security that, that shows it's like, Hey, I'm somebody that can lead. I somebody who can be a leader. Mm. And so, yeah, that's good. Oh, sorry. No, no, you're good. <laughs> um, I don't know. Cause with that, like that, that's a really good question of like, I think maybe establishing the boundaries of like communicating first of like, asking that i think maybe maybe this could that could be part of like that's good i don't know like part of the first day i guess like asking like Talking the boundaries about boundaries and what they're yeah, comfortable with like kind stuff. of like um 
Like, I, I mean, because I agree with you, Joe. Like, on the first day, you want to show who you are. You yeah. want to be, you want to show that you're chivalrous. You want to show that you care for the woman. You want to show that you're a gentleman. Yeah. Right? And, and then I'm kind of also going off to like what Audrey was saying. I'm kind of like, if they don't like it, then yeah, then maybe that's a, something. Okay. You know, I respect your boundaries. I, you know, maybe not, I will not do that. But kind of like also putting up front that, hey, this is me as a person. Like, this is how I pursue someone. I'm trying to make them feel special and trying to, you know, this is my basically love language is service, you know? Um, yeah. And stuff like that. But speaking of boundaries, I'm mm. very curious as to like, no, of like, what, what would you like? Okay. So for like, there's, I believe there's like the physical boundaries and like the intimacy boundaries. So, um, I know like that is, do you think that should be communicated on the first date and how should it be communicated? I don't, ooh, that's hard. Cause I feel like kind of going back to what we were saying with the first date on, you know, you don't want to put too much pressure on it or get like too deep. I think, mm. I think whenever it comes to boundaries, that's something that should be discussed pretty early on. I don't know about the first date, but I think that that is something that is really important to discuss. Um, and I know that even like Maddie Prue and her husband, they even had like a purity contract where they would mm. write out all the things and they sent it to their friends to keep them accountable. Whoa. And so, uh, you know, like purity is something that is so precious and something that really needs to be protected. So I think that, you know, you do want to discuss that really early on. That way you're not putting yourself in situations where you're going to be tempted to fall into that sin. That's yeah, that's good. Well, and that I've never heard of that of a purity con contract because I, I think there there's so many times like that's like that's intense, but I think that's intense in the right ways. And and yeah. you know me me and Mark have talked talked about about this. You know, and I think like other guys, it's like you like you have to like you you have to determine it's like all right it, like there's like there's the obvious it's like all right we're like it is it like there it is a sin to have have sex sex before marriage but then there there are things there are things that that can leak that can lead to that. And it's like, and you have to figure out, and you have you have to really be honest with yourself. Like, all right, what is that thing that will lead to that? And then you have to be willing to cut that off from the relationship. And I, I think that's yeah. so cool. Like in a purity contract, both y'all are making that together, and then both y'all are si signing that together. And then, and then also yeah. to put on top of that, you're involving community. You're willing to involve community in, in on this to help y'all like keep that keep that safe and mm -hmm. stuff. So that's awesome. I just never heard of, heard of that, but yeah, I never heard of that too. No, I don't know, but the contract. But yes, you need someone to hold you accountable. I think communicating that to your mentors of like, hey, yeah, I'm going out with this person. We're going on a date. There are times like there's there's gonna be just the two of us. Please hold us accountable. I don't know about the contract. I, I mean, this is just me personally. No, that's fair. I think the contract is kind of overbearing. I think that's kind of exaggerated for me personally. No, I want a lawyer. It's like, it's like, but maybe maybe like praying to God for both of y'all. Like first, maybe set up on a date. I, I get this might be crossing that boundary of like being too spiritual with one another because some people have a problem with like praying together in yeah. dating and i didn't yeah. know that was an issue so like just recently but, <laughs> the but, same but, honestly right right it's yeah. yeah it's a yeah speaking of that like what are you what are your thoughts on that like is that like a good boundary not to kind of do spiritual things together or do you think that's kind of like no i think you guys are being too legalistic being you know establishing too much wall I don't know if I'm the right person to ask on that, <laughs> just because I I personally don't see anything wrong with praying together, but also 
like that is something that's really intimate and you know like you're I mean it's so hard because that is like a really intimate thing but mm-hmm. also you know you want your relationship to be centered at Christ and so I think yeah. that it's hard to achieve that if you're not going to the Lord together and praying together so I don't know I think that that is something that should be done I don't know necessarily like how early on but I think that you know, you should pray together and you should fight this battle together. So mm-hmm. yeah, that's just kind of my opinion on it. I think it should be set, right? Like if, if, if you guys are kind of like, yeah, let, like we will date, like you guys, you guys like way past the talking stage. You know, you guys are mm-hmm. like, said like, yeah, we're all attracted to each other. We know that our goal is to marry. So maybe yeah. once you got you guys set that goals and maybe incorporating that spiritual discipline of praying for one another, yeah. praying with one another, I think that should be a good Spiritual discipline. Like for me personally, yeah. I don't have a problem as long as like it, you guys know what you're all doing. And, and you know, exactly. you got, I mean, you, you cannot do that on the first, second date. Cause again, like, like what we're talking about, you're just getting to know that person. They're not that part of your life yet. You guys are not setting up a goal to, you know, like, hey, like we're going this way. But more of like, you know, once you, once you finally realize both of y'all know that, hey, I'm attracted to you, let's pursue this together. Let's go and let's get into a relationship. Then yeah, maybe practice that spiritual discipline. Because yeah. I, for one, like that's that's something I really want. Like I want us to pursue the Lord together. That I want Christ to be the foundation for this. You know, mm-hmm. but yeah. again, some people might disagree with me on that one, and I might be the wrong person to be talking about this. But you know what? That's my personal conviction. So, well, but I mean, it's it's hard because yeah. I don't think they're they're necessarily there is the right right people to talk to about about that and the people that like are married and like that sort of thing. But also what we kind of talked about, it's like there's I mean obviously there there's what the Bible says we should should shouldn't should, shouldn't do. But then there's the discernment that goes into every single relationship and that every relationship yeah. it's it's different how how people meet, it's different how people walk out dating, it's different how they walk out engagement. And um, so I think I walk out that, that prayer and stuff is one I I, I would say the only thing. At like I think it I don't know I think people like they they should they sh- like we should pray pray together, but I think the only like hesitancy into not doing so is it's like I think it goes back to like guarding your heart, you know, and to like making sure you're not you're not placing some somebody on the seat, seat of Christ mm-hmm. and that like you're you're like while you're still single you do not it there's no dependency on anybody else here on earth that is hindering you from you and your personal relationship with christ it's like you you don't want a codependency with somebody mm-hmm. else of like okay i have to pray with my 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 you know my dating partner in order to like pray, pray to christ you yeah. know it's like that that's not that's not good yeah. and so and i think uh, i think just making sure there's not that dependency and making sure you're both not only praying about your relationship and then mm-hmm. idol- idolizing that. And then that can separate you from Christ even more. And so that would be my yeah. only hesitancy on that and just checking your heart. But yeah, now, that, now, yeah. now that I think about it, maybe if you're engaged or like you're kind of like said, like talked about engagement already, maybe. Um, yeah, that's a good I idea. have friends that are like, they're married now, but that's what they did when they, um, when they started dating, they didn't pray for one, like pray for and with one another, but they started doing that when they're like, okay, like, you're the person I want to marry. Like, they're not engaged yet, but they're like, yeah, like, you're the person I want to marry. So, like, they have this, like, more intentional spiritual pursuit of one another. So maybe, like, establishing that of, like, I don't know, like, because, again, like you said, like, you got to guard your heart. You you should not be dependent uh, on that person for your faith. Trust me, you've been there. Sucks. Um, (laughs) um, And, yeah, like, because again, like you guys, you guys are still both singles. You're still. Someone said, like, if you guys are dating, 
you're still brothers and sisters in Christ. Yes. Yeah. And like, as long yeah. as like, there's a, as long as like you guys set a goal, like, you know, we're going to marry each other, like, or you guys are married. You guys are both still brothers and sisters in Christ. You're not one yet. So I don't know. What do you think of that, Audrey? I mean, I think it kind of goes back to what we were talking about before on like your, your own individual until you get married, then you're one. So, I mean, yeah. I completely agree with that. I think that, you know, whenever you are dating, you are still brothers and sisters in Christ. So, yeah, that's really good. Okay, nice. Do you have anything, Joe? Man, I, I think it's and it's hard. It's hard. We've talked. We talked about a lot. I, I think, you know, like the only. I think the only only thing you know, like especially in that like in that topic of like when we're talking about, um, you know, bringing other people in, bring bring about back community and st- stuff like that. You know, do you you know? And I think we talked about it before. It's like you know, you want you want to bring bring in, bring in your your community. Um, it's like have you have you ever seen or experienced anybody, or you know, or do you think do you think it's okay? Um, you know, to, or, or what, how about this? What are some good, maybe like boundaries to make sure like, you know, you think like, like, all right, I'm, I'm allowing my community in, but I'm not depending on them for like, what's a yes and no and to do in our relationship to progress stuff forward yeah. to and, and stuff off. Um, uh, we've, we've heard story, stories before of like people where they're, you know, it's, it's They're like, just meddling into the relationship. Oh, yes. Yeah. yeah. And it's like, Hey, the Lord's telling, tell, telling, telling us this, that y'all should break up or, you know, you know, get married or what, whatever and stuff. And, um, yeah. I don't know. What 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 are your thought, thoughts on that? That's really good. I think whenever it comes to community, you know, you have to have, again, that discernment on who yeah. you share that to because, you know, going back to Ben Stewart, um, he was talking about <laughs> him and Donna whenever, which is his wife, whenever they first started dating, they both worked in the church. And, you know, some church people can be very nosy, but they mm-hmm. were saying how they kind of kept it a secret because they didn't want every single person to know because, you know, not everyone deserves to know that. And so I think whenever you're first starting to date, you have to be very wise on who you go with. And I think, you know, bringing in mentors or couples who are older than wiser and have that experience to kind of bring them into it. Um, And also just like truly like your good godly community, not, I don't know. I think it's hard because you, you truly do have to have that discernment on, okay, is this person going to speak life into this relationship? Or even if they mm-hmm. don't agree with it, where are they getting their counsel from? You know? So I think mm-hmm. that that also plays a role into it of not listening to people who don't have like the Lord that they're looking to, you know? So yeah. that's just kind of my yeah. thoughts. That's oh yeah. Good. Thank that's you good. for saying that. Thank you for saying that. And also like knowing that you should you should not have at least more than four people that is meddling into your relationship. <laughs> That's a like, good number. I think I think I would say like maybe have three that you yeah. really trust that are pursuing the Lord that you know for a fact that you could take their wisdom and take it to the Lord. Yeah. Now, some people will like listen to some people and they will take that as an absolute answer oh, and they yeah. will base all their decisions on that mm-hmm. instead of relying and instead of taking those wisdom and bringing it to the Lord and praying about that. Yeah. Like some people That's just different. like basing their decisions on other people's responses yeah. rather than going to God. And that's like, I would say it's a type of problem that I know for a fact I sometimes do, but yeah. yeah. Even JP, he said this before where it's like, you know, whenever you're seeking counsel from someone or even someone's coming to you, like you have to resist the urge to say something profound and, you know, like even just listening. And so I think that kind of translates to relationships where if you're asking for community or someone's asking you for advice on their relationships, sometimes you have to just pray about it and resist the urge to say something like, 
oh, the Lord told me this, even if, you know, the Lord didn't tell you that, you know? (laughs) So I think not having an answer is perfectly okay. And just sitting on it and praying on it, I think is much wiser than giving an answer if you're not sure if the Lord's in it or not, you know? Mm -hmm. That's good. And um, before we, um, so we have two more questions, I would say. Um, So one, one of the, one of them, like, so what do you think that questions that we should be asking whenever we go into dating? Like, especially if we're not just, you know, asking that person, but also asking ourselves, um, what, what, what would you say should, um, what would you say are the questions that we should be asking ourselves? That's really good. I think the first one that popped in my brain is, you know, are they making me, are they pushing me closer to the Lord? I think, you know, like even with friendships, after you spend time with someone, it's like, you should want to go and spend time with the Lord because that person's so in love with Jesus. And so I think whenever it comes to relationships, I think after you get done spending time with them, you should want to go and spend time with the Father. And so I think that's just the first one that comes to my mind. And also I think you have to ask yourself, are they servant-hearted? Are they serving other people? You know, uh, what, what does their community look like? And truly just asking yourself, kind of going back to that very first question on like, the different things to look for. I think you just kind of have to ask yourself, okay, all these characteristics, like are they proving that they have the fruits of the spirit? You know, like what does their fruit look like? And just kind of going more in depth on truly like who they are and what they are about. So that's good. good. Dang. That is really good. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I was just wondering, because again, like I think we should be like, before we get into dating, I think that's like something like we should have that self-reflection of like, do I know what yeah. I'm looking for? You know, because yeah. if you don't know what you're looking for, then oh, yeah. maybe, you know, maybe you're not, you know, maybe you oh, should man. not be doing this in the first place. Or That's if you don't know what to ask, like you'll just be, you know, like it's good to, you know, walk by faith and not by sight, but it's, it's not, it's not good to walk blindly into something oh, no. and then just kind of like, you don't know what you're, what you're doing. You don't know what you're looking for. And it's just unfair for that person. I would argue. Well, yeah. And, and in dating, in that sense, it's like it's like going going to the forest. You know, it's like there there are guys who have like trained trained their lives. They know exactly what what they're looking for to hunt. They've hunted it before. They have the tools to do do it. They can go in and out out in a day and find exact, exactly what they're looking for. But if they're if they don't know if they don't know what they're look, looking for, they don't know how to how to track. They don't have the right tools. They could be lost for days, weeks, months, months, years. And you finally get out and have not, nothing but splinters and hurt hurt. And maybe a few lost limbs. But that, sorry, that's a weird analogy. But there's you know, but but it's 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 like there there's it's it's like before you start stepping to dating you it's like i think that's a good for listeners it's like hey take 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 a take a step step back it's like do i know do i know what do i know what i'm looking for and then and then also before you go go into that once you know what you're looking for are you willing to be patient for that thing and not drop drop your your stand your standards for that but yeah that's that's good good. and even going off of that too maddie prue has a book and it's called the love everybody wants and in the book she, it's it's so good. But in the book, she talks about how whenever she was, I think in high school, um, she really wanted this designer bag, but it was super expensive. She knew her dad wasn't going to pay for it, but yeah. there was a knockoff version that was like 50 bucks. And she's like, you know, I can bat my eyes and he'll, he'll buy that for me. So she ended up getting the knockoff bag. Well, then fast forward like a few weeks later, she's carrying it down the hallways in high school and one of the handles just breaks. And she's like, what in the world? Like, that's so, like, what, what? And she was telling her sisters about it. And they were like, 
yeah, Maddie, you should have expected that. You know, you paid the cheap price whenever, you know, that's a oh, lot of recommendations. We're, we're willing to settle for what's available versus if we were to, you know, save up for that purse, then we're, we could have the real thing. And so that analogy that's was just so good. good. And it, yeah. Yeah. So. That's willing to wait for the real thing and not for anything less. That is awesome. <laughs> that is so convicting. <laughs> oh my gosh. That was really good. Dang. Okay. Anyways. No. So do you have any other questions? No, I think, I think just the last one, but I think okay. we're thinking the same thing. Okay. On that one. So yeah. like, uh, what would you, okay. Well, we're just shooting for the stars. Okay. So what, what would you say to those people who are like into the process of dating or about to date that don't know what to look for? Um, what would you say to those individuals, not just guy, not just girls, but also guys as well, that they just kind of don't know what they're doing, you know? Mm -hmm. um, and when it comes to like looking for a relationship, what are some of your final remarks for them? I would say that, you know, you kind of have to, okay, first off, I would say read like books and listen to podcasts about mm -hmm. dating because, you know, I do not know like literally anything pretty much I'm like oh, okay but all the books and podcasts is all the wisdom I've gained like about this topic so definitely listen to podcasts and read books about this because I think that helps kind of gain knowledge about it and kind of give you more standards too of what to look for and what a godly relationship should look like and kind of give you that like step-by-step -step guide of what to do in that scenario um but also I would just say not to settle in that because you know it talks about in the bible like a nagging wife is it like saying that she, it's like being in bondage or something along those lines uh, it's you know, uh, it's, yeah, it's better to die, 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 like like die alone in the desert than to have yes. a nagging wife <laughs> yeah and so it's like if you end up with someone who like you settled and say like you're dating this guy and he has anger issues and you know, you're like, Oh, it's fine. He doesn't ever get angry at me. Then you marry him. That's, it's just going to spiral. And so then you're stuck in that marriage where if you would have not settled and you know, on you personally, you're like, okay, I'm not going to date someone who has anger issues. Then, you know, you could have avoided all of that. And so I think it's just really important to kind of know what you want and stick to that and not settle for anything less. So that's really good. That is good. Dang. Yeah. Not settling for anything less. That's good. You hear that, Joe? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> you hear that, Audrey? <laughs> yep. <laughs> but yeah, no. Oh, man. You have anything? No, man. I think, no, I think that, I think that sums it up really just beautifully. Thank you so much, Audrey. And I think it's just, you know, I think in that, like, it just, it's just like, just, just wait. Like, just like, please yeah. just, just wait. And, uh, it's just, it really, I think just wait, wait it, with it, anything in life. It's just when God, when don't, don't do it until God, God tell, tells you to, and it'll be obvious when God, God does do show, show that mm -hmm. thing up. So yeah. and also, I just want to add, like, I don't know. I feel like the Lord is doing it in my heart just recently now, mm -hmm. just now. Like if you think that like, Oh man, it's kind of too late now, like for me to kind of like, you know, like, like I'm just like, so stuck into this decision of or like maybe just like i don't know like that relationship didn't work and mm -hmm. i kind of just maybe it's too late for me and i was like don't think that god is less powerful not to restore that yes or not to restore you back um in, into being ready for a relationship um because regardless though like you know like i don't think you could mess up your own life um 
because you're not that powerful, I would say. Um, you're, you know, God can always restore and like keep your eyes on Him. Um, and again, like what Aji was saying, like if you really had to like leave like a very toxic relationship because you're just so set on the idea that no, this is the person I want to marry, I would highly, highly recommend to pray earnestly about that and don't be afraid to bring some mentors into it to kind of pour some wisdom because I know that there's some people out there that are like they're settling because they've kind of made decisions for themselves that this is the person I'm going to marry and it's nothing that it, that came from the Lord it's, there's there's no convictions behind it but it's just more of like no like like you're like you basically you're kind of like idolizing that person yeah. so I would say to that person like please I would say look earnestly to the Lord and seek his wisdom do not rely on your understanding, but trust in the Lord with all your heart. Okay. And then that, um, that be open to anything that whatever God says that you should do, because he knows better than you do. And if he asks you, if he tells you to maybe, I don't know, like leave an abusive relationship now that you're in and that you're seeing some red flags, don't ever think that you're going to change him or don't ever think that it is your job to change him because only God can do that. Um, so I don't know. I just want to wow. say that to someone in my, who might be going through that. Like, I don't know. That's been staring up in my heart when you when no. started talking earlier. <laughs> so I'm just like, I feel like I just have the urge to say that. God, that well, was good. I actually listened to a podcast. It was this week. I don't remember what day, but it was from the porch. And I think I was telling you guys about it yesterday, but mm. it's called RIP to toxic dating. And y'all should listen to it. If you haven't, it's from a few years ago. But in that podcast episode, he was saying that there's like a statistic talking about, you know, or I think he would just like go up to people and ask them like, oh, why are you dating this person? Like, what do you love about them? And they would answer like, oh, I don't know. Like, we've just been dating for so long. And it's kind of like, if you are just dating someone because it's comfortable, then I feel like that's also something to kind of just really pray and reflect about because that's not why you date someone. And so, yeah. That's good. That's awesome. Dang. That's good. Yes. Thank you for bringing that up. And thank you for recommending that. We're definitely going to check that out. (laughs) Yeah. I think we've plugged in enough podcasts and books to keep all of us busy. (laughs) I feel like like we should change this episode to like, what are some resources? What are some resources? (laughs) 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 Well, no, yeah. But Audrey, we thank you so much for being on this podcast. We are so sorry by those technical difficulties and and yes, last night's. but you've, like we've said last night, you've truly blessed us with your wisdom. Yes. And also your podcast. Yes. Um, like again, one more time, can you tell us uh, what your podcast is? Which, first off, I just want to say thank you guys for having me on. Y'all seriously are just the best. And y'all's wisdom has blessed me so much. So I first off just want to say thank you guys because y'all are incredible. But our podcast is And They Were Roommates, and it's only on Spotify. So I'm so sorry to everyone else, but <laughs> <laughs> no. In, in the future, they're gonna have they're gonna have more platforms. That's right, for sure. Yes, yeah, no, hopefully. You know <laughs> but yeah, no, no, yeah. Just like I would say, Audrey, like please, like keep keep doing what you and Eleanor are doing. You guys have no idea how much you guys are blessing. Hopefully, not just the people in the panhandle, but like literally majority of Christian young adults out there. Yes. With y'all's wisdom and y'all uh, biblical insights, like again, like I've listened to 
um, quite a few of your episodes and like literally blessed me a lot. And um, but yeah, so for some of y'all that are listening, I would say like um, check out their check out their podcast. Uh, we're gonna leave their link in the, in the podcast notes, and then we highly recommend like if you if, if there's one or few podcasts that we, you guys have to listen to, it's we highly recommend their their podcast. Yes. So, yeah. Yeah. Thank you. That's so kind. And I feel seriously the exact same way about your guys. Y'all's has blessed me tremendously and y'all just seriously keep doing what you're doing. And the Lord seriously is just speaking through you both. So I'm so thankful for y'all and this podcast. So thank you guys for, for all that y'all are doing. Yes. Thank you, Audrey. Okay. Thank you, Audrey. Um, Joe, do you want to pray us out? Yeah, sure. Okay. Uh, uh, Heavenly Father, um, God, just thank, thank you so much just for getting us through today, Father, and helping us uh, finish this out, Father. Um, we know that nothing comes easy, especially in uh, just trying to preach your word, Father. Um, you know, str- struggles come, but we per- persevere and you give us strength to do so. And, uh, you know, in, in this, you know, all, all we were talking about, Father, I just pray that you give uh, strength to anybody listening who feels discouraged uh, in their day- dating life and trying to find that partner and that they, they know that uh, they truly don't don't need any par- partner. They just they just need you, Father. Uh, and that husband or wife will uh, come along in the right time in your timing, Father. Uh, just thank you for Audrey again, having her on today. Thank you for our brother, Mark. And uh, let's pray this alone and pray. Amen. Amen. All right. Thank you guys so thank much. You. Thank, thank you. Thank you, Audrey. Oh my gosh. Um, we made it. We got we it. Made it. We, made it. <laughs> we have the audio. We have the video. We have everything. Yes. So Let's go. praise God. Praise God for that. And um, yes. So um, Audrey, do you have any uh, final remarks? Just final like thoughts, anything that you want to say to our, to our listeners? Oh, um, just thank you guys for having me on. This seriously has been amazing. So I'm so blessed by you guys. So thank you. And I had so much fun. I hope that this blesses people. So yes. All right. Yes, ma'am. Okay, thank Joe, you. Do you close this up? Yeah, we'll do, do a quick, quick outro. Okay. So uh, thank you so much for listening to the Catch Up Podcast. If you have any suggestions, questions, or corrections, you can re- reach, reach us at catchuppodcast2023 at gmail.com. All yes. right. Oh, we did it this time. We didn't. Huh? Last time we did. We did. We weren't. We weren't smooth with it. We did. Oh, we did. We did, we did this time. I think that's what the Lord is trying to fix with this one. <laughs> trying to fix the outro. <laughs> Thank you so much again for listening. To Catch up po- po- podcast, and we will talk to y'all later. Bye, guys. Bye. Thanks for catching up with us on the Catch Up Podcast. If you enjoyed our God-centered conversations, share the love by sharing this on your social media or leave a review. Don't forget to tune in next week for more uplifting chats. Until next time, we will catch you on the next episode of the Catch-Up Podcast.